0: Good evening and welcome to the Coffee Clatch. This is Marianne Russo saying hello to Mae Wilkinson and Chuck Wally. They have the night off tonight. I am very excited to introduce everyone to a publication that you may not be aware of. and um, It is so unique and it is so incredible Um, you know it's published by aware and um, you know they've been involved in the lives of people with intellectual disabilities physical disabilities and they provide jobs opportunities resources and what i really love about it is that it's real life Um, you know they help in finding restaurants you know getting a job um, pop culture and this book this this magazine it's just a feel-good publication and when you read it you feel good, it's informative, it's inclusive. Uh there's just so much to it. And tonight I'm thrilled that we have the editor, Jim Tracy. So welcome, Jim, how are you?
1: I'm good, Marianne, thank you. How are you doing? Well as
0: I said, I'm great. Um uh, I love this publication and I, I really don't think that people are aware of it, and I'm really hoping to get the word out there because it is so unique. Um, uh, why don't you tell us how it started, and what the purpose of the publication is.
1: All right. Uh, It it really is the brainchild of uh, Larry Noonan. He's the CEO of Aware Incorporated, which is a provider of services in Montana. And Larry had this idea for a magazine. Uh, he, He was listening to a song. He was driving back from a meeting and listening to a song on the radio by Frank Zappa, and in the song um uh Zappa wrote it was it's the song uh was came out in 1974 um uh, and in the song a man is talking to his dog they're sitting on the porch and we all can relate to that but in uh in Zappa's song the dog talks back I am sorry we're having a technical and, problem here I'm sorry <laughs> go ahead um uh, All right, the the dog talks back, and the man tells the dog, you can't do that. And the dog says, well, I do this all the time. He talks, he says, even when all the apostrophes are thrown his way, can't and won't and don't and hasn't and isn't and shouldn't. And so Larry thought, well, uh, let's publish a magazine where we get rid of the can'ts and don'ts in people's lives and we replace them with can and do. And so that was really the genesis of the magazine, this idea Larry had, oh, more than 10 years ago. And four years ago, he finally put together a team of people uh, to publish the magazine. I think it's it's what he wanted, but I think it's grown to be more than he expected to. So. Um,
0: and, magazine, you know, now you've answered my next question. I was going to ask you why apostrophe. I love the name. And, um, you know, now I know the story of it. Um, it it's it, it really is an apostrophe, and um, you know what what also strikes me is that we have a lot in common, uh, because the Coffee Clutch started with two women meeting for lunch and saying how can we make a difference, and um, you know why don't you tell us the structure and the beginnings of apostrophe?
1: All right. Well, as I said, there were uh, four of us really working on the magazine. Uh, really, Tim Prey, who's the deputy editor, and I. Did most of the uh the footwork and the upfront work um, we did a market analysis all right so i was a i'm a former reporter so uh uh what do you do when you want to start a magazine? well, you google how do you start a magazine so i I did that <laughs> and uh well I ended up with um you know I found out lots of information about how to do this, but uh we came across. This really incredible resource uh, by the name of Samir Husni. Uh, you may have not have heard of Samir Husni. His nickname is Mr. Magazine, and he knows more about magazines than anybody I believe in the whole world, so we sent him an email and asked him uh, you know we gave him the outline the sort of the structure, the purpose of the magazine, and asked him if there was anything like this and he wrote back uh, we were kind of astonished, but he wrote right back, I think even that afternoon, and said, no, there's nothing like this, so he kind of gave us the courage to go ahead, and that was four years ago, and now we're, I think we're on our, we're going to be on our 16th issue in winter, uh, 2012, so uh, our January, February, March issue, 2012, will be number 16, so, uh, and we couldn't really do this without having, being really underwritten by our parent corporation, AWARE, they see the value of it, and uh, and the truth is we're finding lots of readers who see the value of it, too.
0: And AWARE, you know, why don't, why don't we discuss AWARE now because they really are so impressive. Um, you know, you're, the magazine is published by AWARE, and, um, you know, what they've done is just really give independence to people and, um, you know, such encouragement and support. So why don't you tell us about AWARE?
1: All right well, aware is a montana based company, probably the biggest provider of uh human services services to people with intellectual and developmental disabilities in Montana. We also have a a uh, a big part of aware is providing people with mental illness services as well so um, aware started with a group of parents sitting around a kitchen table and anaconda montana where i live and where the company is located and they were trying to find something for their children to do beyond high school you know some meaningful work and and uh and independence and uh, so that was in 1976 i believe and the company's grown from those conversations around the kitchen table to uh now we have we're we're in all 56 counties in montana and uh we've grown from you know a handful of employees to over 1000 employees so um, and
0: a lot of your employees also have disabilities themselves
1: um yeah well the uh, the corporation but uh, apostrophe that's one of the things we're very proud of that we're able to use people both in an editorial uh capacity and they also do help us with our circulation and subscriptions, so well, we like to say that we're of by and for people with developmental disabilities and i'll you know when if we get around to it uh, there are a few people I'd like to mention who uh who are editorial contributors to apostrophe
0: okay, yeah, well, we'll give some shout outs at the end of the interview uh what impresses me with the magazine also is that you really do encompass all types of disabilities um like you said you have mental illness you have developmental delays there's physical disabilities and it's just so inspiring um a lot of the stories that you have um are written by people with disabilities and they're just they're just so uplifting Um, So, you know, who are your readers? Because when I looked at the magazine, what impressed me initially was that there was something for everyone. There was something for parents. There was something for teens. There was something for adults. You you really do cover all the bases.
1: Well, uh, I couldn't have said it better. There really is something for everyone. We, uh, we, of course, uh, want to find things interesting for uh people with intellectual disabilities in the magazine for them to do. Uh we have uh lots of how to uh uh how tos uh recipes and a home and garden section and uh we, we were going to talk about this in a minute too, I hope our, our fashion section. Absolutely. But um well, you you know the audience it's parents, it's it's family and then another big audience, uh, another big readership is is um, special education teachers. Uh, they, oh, we've, we've talked many special education teachers who are actually using the magazine in their classrooms. So uh, it's a, you know a full spectrum of people that uh, are taking advantage of apostrophe.
0: And, you know, what What I, what I really impresses me, because one of the things that I say all the time is that, you know, these kids and these teens and these adults, you know, aren't just special in their needs. They're special in their gifts and in their brilliance. And um, I think that there's a myth that they just want, you know, to, to, to be alone and to be, um, you know, secluded. And, you know, it couldn't be further from the truth. And, you know, we'll talk first about the section that you have on fashion, which blew me away because um, in the edition that I have, um, Macy's sponsored it, and it just is fantastic. So why don't you tell us about the different um, sections that you have, and why don't you start off with the fashion? Okay.
1: Well, the fashion is uh, uh, the brainchild of uh, the deputy editor Tim Prey. Uh, we we were thinking about how we could incorporate something kind of hip and 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 uh, relevant for people, and uh, he made. Contacts first with Herberger's department store, and they were thrilled with the idea they helped us set it up in their store. We do a fashion shoot every issue right outside the store, uh first with herberger's and now lately for the last three issues with Macy's. Um, they provide the clothes and the location and the accessories. And they're just uh, they're great people to work with at both stores, uh, and they both we it, it was sort of the idea of um, um, think globally, act locally. We mm-hmm. we contacted people at the stores, and they did the the legwork and the footwork, and made the contacts with uh, corporation folks, and got permission to do this. So uh, we we pick out. We go to various groups around Montana. Uh, we've done it in Butte, Montana, and Bozeman, Montana. We find uh, providers of human services who get us our models. They come into the store, uh, say about ten o'clock. They get uh, they pick out an ensemble, you know, uh, clothes, accessories. Uh, then they come out, and we set it up with we have um, a backdrop and you know really nice camera lighting, and um, and do the fashion shoot and it's been a big hit you're right it's been a, it's been an incredible hit
0: and i think it is because it, you know it's it's a it like i said it's so uplifting and it's so real because you know it pop culture is a part of life and um, you know the models on here and the clothing it's just it's, it's really incredible and um you know i think that it, it also is a diversion. You know, oftentimes you see a publication and all you see is, um, you know, different treatments and different options and different... And this has... I mean, this this is just such a great magazine because, I mean, you have a, um, you know, a book review. You have... Um, you had a section on financial planning. I mean, this really is a transitional-type magazine.
1: Exactly. Uh, well, yeah, we have... Uh, we try to have something in each issue about legal problems or or uh legal questions that people might have uh we we want to cover we want to cover uh our one of our tag lines is resources life and entertainment so we want to cover all of that
0: all Right, and you know you also have um, the health section which isn't about disabilities. It's about any other you would find in any other magazine about health. So you exactly. know tell us well, about
1: some of those features. I mean it's just it's great. We we want to uh we want to get off the subject. If the subject is developmental disabilities, we want to get off that subject and just talk about people's lives. You're exactly right. So uh we want to de emphasize that. Don't forget it, but de emphasize it and really talk about the things people do every day of their lives. So um, we have uh, in each issue a, well, I can tell you about, you know, I'd like to to mention a couple of our columns that we do each issue. One is a People First column. We we find somebody in a People First chapter in Montana. They write a column about what People First means to them, self-advocacy, and they tell us about their lives and what they're doing in their own hometowns. Um we also have a columnist that uh, we're very proud to have. He's from Baltimore. Uh Larry met him a, a couple of years ago and uh his name's Tony Sampson and he's been writing a column for us for the last 4 issues, I believe. Uh and he's he, he he's uh he's living the life of a person who's getting services and he has a lot of really uh kind of poignant things to say about it. Uh it's not all uh he doesn't gloss over anything. He's really telling the truth about what it's like to live, say, in a group home or have a job with Work Services. Uh, yeah, we try and, to know, do really every is, issue.
0: He's he's fantastic because it is it's not being written by somebody about it's being written by somebody living it. it it's a great exactly.
1: column. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been he, Tony and I. We talk about it every week. Uh, he calls me up and he says. Yeah, I got a column I'm working on. He says you're going to love it and it turns out that I he's right. I love it. So, uh whatever he sends <laughs> me, it's usually good. Um we have a column every issue uh It's your money, so we cover financial problems that people run into. Uh sometimes it's written by people in Montana, but I've grabbed columns out of the Wall Street Journal for instance on trust planning and things like that. Um there's another great column also from the Wall Street Journal that we may republish about, uh, you know, uh, tax breaks you can get if you have a student in special education. So uh, we talk about money. And, I, and,
0: and parents don't know about that.
1: So, uh, yeah, you know, some parents don't.
0: Because I saw that, and, and I was looking at it I was saying, I think a lot of people in my audience are not aware of that.
1: All right, well, if they read the next issue, issue of Apostrophe, we're going to tell them about that. So.
0: Right. And you know you have um you know your rights um column is fantastic because you know I think a lot of people are aware of their rights, so oftentimes they have a representative um you know who handles um things like that, and it's so important to be self informed and uh, you know it, it really it covers it covers so much you know from from physical to developmental delays it's it's you've got everything in here um you know, I also like the stories. How do you pick these stories? Because they're so touching. You find these people that have such success stories.
1: Right. Well, there's no really one way. Uh, you know, because we're this company that uh, works with people with disabilities, we have a lot of, of uh, people on the front line, uh, case workers, et cetera, case managers. And a lot of times they'll give us stories. Uh, one of our great partners that we've really developed a great relationship with is special olympics and uh... so we know folks personally at special olympics and they're always suggesting really good stories about people they they run into um... and then uh... you know i usually find a a freelance writer we've got this whole stable now of freelance writers and photographers some that we keep going back to because they're so good at it but uh... We set them up with the subject, and they do the interview and do the pictures. And, um, you know, some of those stories have been really touching to me as well. Just, uh, you know, I'm reading them for the first time when, I, when they send them in to me, too. So we get, it, we get an idea, you know, a tip, a lead, and then we follow it. And, and uh, if it works out, uh, then we get we have a good story
0: you know what what is the most impressive to me is that um you show that there really are no limits um you know that that anybody can push themselves beyond what is expected you know for their limitations to be uh and, and I think that that's really a really important part of this magazine um because there's no nose, and um you know when you, like there was an article um you know do not limit you know you do not limit yourself um do you find that a lot of your, the readers are commenting because you know your letters to the editor are just fantastic? Also, they're so touching.
1: Uh, the people are commenting on it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I got to tell you, it's it's ninety nine percent positive feedback for us. Um, you know, whether it's the person that we're writing about or somebody who's been touched by one of the stories, like you said, you have been. Or uh, parents or teachers, so yeah, it's uh, it's almost overwhelming sometimes the positive reinforcement we get.
0: And this is a quarterly mag- magazine,
1: right? It's a quarterly. You're right.
0: And you know, how did you get involved? Are you, are you personally involved with special needs, or um, was this to have, what was your interest in this? Because this really has become your baby.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's near and dear to me. Uh, I, was a, I was a newspaper reporter for a long time for a daily newspaper in Montana. And uh, then my wife and I, we operated a weekly newspaper for six years. And I worked for, so I worked for newspapers, I've worked for nonprofits. And then I got hired by Larry, Larry Noonan. And uh, one of, the, I think mainly because of my journalism background. And, um, so so I have no other connection but that and you know you mentioned earlier that uh you know we seem to have a feel for our audience and our readers and I've had to learn that myself. I I've, I've learned a lot about people myself doing this. So uh it isn't something that uh it was an acquired ability, I guess, to understand how to do this right.
0: And you know it's so it's so important and it's so timely. Because there's been an an explosion in the increase in, um, you know, children with autism and and other disabilities. You know, nobody really knows why. We may not know why for a long time, but it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is that we have a generation of kids that are transitioning into adulthood. And this magazine serves that population perfectly. Um because there's there's everything in here that not only a parent is going to need, but also for the for the young adult. So, you know, it it really it it's it's just so inspiring and it gives so much hope. Um, and I really hope that, you know, my listeners will um go online and um, you know, and get a subscription to this because the information that you give is what my listeners are living. Um, you know, so it's a great thing. So why don't you tell me before we um uh, talk about what's ahead for apostrophe. What was the most touching article that you've had? What touched you the most?
1: Um, I think, uh, and this is one <clears throat> that I did myself because I, don't, I guess no one else was available. But uh, I met a woman in Great Falls, Montana, by the name of Jennifer Bodner, and Jennifer has Down syndrome, and um, but she does. Her her mother sent me a disc of her artwork, uh, she's a painter and her paintings are just, uh, they, they're just awesome. They'll just blow you away. They're they're Uh, and personally, I, 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 I gotta tell you, I, I didn't think that someone with down syndrome could do something so extraordinary. So it was the kind of, kind of the story that, uh, that flipped me, that made me uh, really re- realize that, uh, you know, uh, one of our taglines is "Forget can't and don't. We can and do." And Jennifer showed me that uh, she can and do. Anybody can and do what they put their minds to, you know. And any, everybody can can um, t- take full advantage of their talents. And Jennifer is a person, a woman who does that. And uh, you know, I, I was just so happy to meet her, and, and now I'm glad to call her my friend.
0: You know, and, you know, like you said, you were surprised that um, someone with Down syndrome could have that ability. And this is what parents are screaming. And I mean screaming. That's what we're trying to just get the world to hear, that, you know, you have to forget the deficits. I mean, we're, we're focusing on our kids' deficits. We're doing what we have to do. Um, you know, people have to really be aware of their gifts. Um, you know, a few weeks ago I had on um Temple Grandin uh, was back again with um Diane Kennedy and they wrote the book Bright Not Broken you should feature them um and this book is all about um gifted kids that are falling through the cracks because you know their, their gifts aren't being looked at and this magazine is a lot like that and you know that's what you've seen that um you know th- there really aren't limits and if you want to you know judge a, a person or a child by their deficits you're limiting them, but if you want to look at what they can do. Um, you know, and a lot of children actually that um are especially nonverbal really have gifts of art because that's
1: how they communicate. Exactly. And and we do all, we try to, to uh feature art and on artists. Our most recent issue is about a uh, a pottery studio in Missoula, Montana, uh called Third Hand Pottery, where they're teaching people the third hand Uh, is the person with a disability, and sometimes they have really profound physical disabilities, but they have their hand right in there turning the clay on the wheel. So uh, uh, art stories are are really uh, kind of our bread and butter, Um, and and for another reason, because they're very visual for a full-color magazine, so it works that way, too.
0: And I like your recommendations, too. You recommend um, movies, you know, documentaries. You had, um, you know fantastic film wretches and uh jabbers, jabbers right yeah you know, that you featured yeah and well, you, know, that's if, that's
1: if you a minute, let me just tell you about a, another partnership that we formed with a company or a group called sprout flicks in new york do you know about sprout flicks i know all right um well they uh their emphasis is on movies about people with intellectual and developmental disabilities but uh Sproutflix is run by a guy named Anthony Desalvo, and Anthony has oh, helped okay. us. okay, yes. All right. Well, he's helped us pick movies that we should be reviewing, and now he's going to be giving us each uh, issue uh, a couple of good movies that people ought to see, and um, and uh, reviews of those movies, and then the graphics to go along with them. So uh, that's been another great partnership, and that's part of uh, the fun of the magazine is all the people we've come to know not just in Montana but really all over the country. Including it really you.
0: is like it's it, it's it's like a pop culture magazine for people with um disabilities. It really is. It's so different. And um you had um a pretty big announcement this week so why don't you tell us what's happening with apostrophe and where it's headed.
1: Well uh I attended the uh the art convention in Denver in September and uh we had an ex- Table and uh, lots of folks stopped by our table, but we made a connection with the folks from the ARC. And it's uh, Larry and our chief operating officer, a guy by the name of Jeff Folsom, went back to Washington, D.C. and met with the folks from the ARC. And we've agreed to do for the next year a publicity trade. They will write uh, columns and op eds for the magazine about important issues and uh, advertise in our magazine, and at the same time, they're going to publicize Apostrophe to their 700-some chapters across the country, and they're the biggest organization of their kind in, this, in the country, so they've got 140,000 yeah, 140, members that will potentially hear about Apostrophe, so it's a big breakthrough for us, and and, uh, and we're just uh, thrilled and excited to be working with the ARC.
0: No, it's it's just, I mean, you don't get much better than that. Um, Before we um, go, why don't you tell um, the listeners where they can find you online and how they can get a subscription, and then you can give your shout-outs.
1: Okay, so you can subscribe to Apostrophe for $20 a year. Our website is www.apostrophemagazine.com, and there's a link on there, of course, to subscribe. And I think we have our last nine issues uh, posted by this. Uh, it's sort of in virtual form. We I call love it, it. Our Flex page, and so you just call <laughs> up the magazine. You can flip the pages, and uh, it links to all of our advertisers. That's a very important part of the magazine for us because it's not paid for by any government money or any grant. It's really underwritten entirely by our corporation. They believe in it enough, but. Uh, it uh it costs a lot of money to publish a full color magazine sixty four pages every quarter so uh uh you can subscribe online you can send us an email at uh, editor at apostrophemagaine dot com or you could call us and you can find the phone number on the website as well so um and uh, a shout out i guess uh just to all the people who uh contribute to our magazine our writers our photographers, and uh, and we're really thankful for our advertisers and our subscribers.
0: Well, we're very thankful for you because this really is such a great publication. And you know what? If you're listening, just go on www.apostrophemagazine.com. And take a look, because once you take a look at this magazine, believe me, you are going to love it. I have it in my hands, and it really is. It's it's outstanding. Um, You know, like I said, for parents. But if you have an adult, um, you know, son or daughter, this is a perfect, perfect um, Christmas present for them. So, um, Jim, thank you very much for joining us. I'm glad you made it. Um, And, again, thank you for what you're doing.
1: It's outstanding. Marianne, thank you very much for having us. And... um, I really love the coffee Clatch, too. I I'm a frequent visitor <laughs> on the website and uh and a listener, so uh you you've asked people to read our magazine. I want people to keep listening to Coffee Clatch.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love it. It's it's so rewarding. Um again, thank you. Next Sunday we have um, Jen Hancock. She is the um author of The Humanist Approach to Happiness. It has nothing to do with special needs. It this um, interview i'm going to do next week is going to be all about being a good person and finding happiness just through through kindness just from being a kind person i think everybody's going to be really interested in it so um jim thank you for joining us as we end each show you are your child's best advocate if not you then who become a more educated parent here at the coffee clutch have a good night everybody